Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Port Charles 411, part three of Deception. Second episode of us recording with COVID. <laughs> so excuse the coughs and the pauses. It just shows how dedicated we are. Even when we're sick, we still love our GH. Not missed an episode yet. We have made it through surgery. We made it through the pandemic. Traveling. Yep. I'm not going to let being stuck in my room bored. Right. <laughs> so thank goodness for Zoom. Seriously. All right. So last week we ended with. Gia was getting ready to get Laura up on the roof. She had locked her on the roof, but I think she hadn't told anyone yet. Like she was just getting to the point of saying that she locked her up there and that uh, a guy was up there. Because we had the whole conversation about how I don't think that Laura and Mac should have ever been attempting to get together. I think Mac just had a crush. I don't think it was reciprocated because Laura was trying to get back together with Scotty at the time. Mm, Maybe Mac would have been better. So we picked back up where... Gia told Carly that she had locked Laura on the roof, that there was a man with her, Mac. And Carly's like, you locked her up there with Mac Scorpio? And Carly had told her that Mac had been a PI, as well as the police commissioner, and he could pick a lock. And Gia's like, you expected me to know that? And she asked why Carly couldn't just make the announcement now. So so they can walk in halfway through. Do you want that, Carly asked her. And she spied a container of glue and told Gia to put glue in the lock. So absurd. Yeah. And then Laura told Mac that this has Carly written all over it. Mac said that it was no problem. He always carried his lockpick with him. And they made bets of how long it would take for him to get the door unlocked. They did not foresee Gia putting glue in the lock before he could try. And Laura, he told Laura that it looked someone had put glue in. They were stuck. Neither one had their cell phone. And Mac asked why Carly would do this to Laura. And she said she was probably downstairs announcing Gia as the face of deception. Then downstairs still... Scott went over to Sonny and Carly and said that he was going to buy back Deception tonight. And Sonny told Carly to wrap things up, so she went to make the announcement. She thanked everyone for coming and said how she had assembled everyone together, how long the road had been, and 
They were just about there and the reporters were asking who the face of deception was. Carly's plan worked. Laura was stuck on the roof, unable to make her announcement about Liz. Nicholas and Lucky wondered what happened to their mother. Scott and Amy compared notes and concluded that Carly must have a hand in this. Meanwhile, on the roof, Mac and Laura assumed Carly was behind the situation too. Lucky and Nicholas confronted Carly. Everyone started to raise his or her voice. Sonny immediately came in to rescue Carly. Lucky told Sonny that he would talk to his wife any way he would want. He wanted to. Ooh, I know. And Alexis interjected. And this was um, Jacob Young, Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. And Alexis interjected and suggested that they do this another time. Everyone agreed. And Sonny and Carly left. And then Scotty was still looking for, for Laura. He went up the roof, up to the roof to discover that the lock was glued. He yelled for Laura. She was un- unable to hear him. And Laura and Mac were now dancing to stay warm. Scott went to get a maintenance person and he had to offer a hundred dollars to him to get some work done. And finally the door opened. Scott went flying through only to find Laura and Mac's arms dancing. Everyone was so happy to see him. Although at this time, Scott was, you know, jealous. They all left the roof and went to the main office. Laura's son immediately ran over to find out what happened. She accused Carly of locking her out of the party. Then Laura told the girls that Carly was not only hurting Liz, but you too, Gia. And Gia looked guilty, and you just knew that she had something to do with it. Nicholas, Gia, Lucky, and Liz decided to go home, and Scotty stayed, and Laura convinced her to let him help in the battle, and she agreed. Dun, dun, dun. And then Scotty and Carly arrived at the penthouse. Carly was pretty ecstatic over her triumph and planned to prevent Laura from announcing the face of deception. Sunny was in tune to her actions and asked how she got rid of Laura. At first, Carly tried to weasel her way out, but Sunny put put her on the spot and asked what happened. Carly potentially partially confessed, but did not admit to any wrongdoing. Sunny was giving her a hard time and told her to back off. Carly insisted that she was doing what she had to do, just like him. And Sunny warned Carly that if she plays dirty, there are consequences for that. This is Sunny that was like in charge of everything, and Carly that just kind of tried to listen to him. I don't like that. I'm glad that they evolved from there. Yeah. So at Kelly's diner after the deception party, Lucky discouraged Liz from staying and socializing with Emily because Jason was there. Emily asked Jason if it bothered him to see Liz going upstairs with Lucky, but he said she had to live her own life. Scotty and Laura got a big surprise when they confronted Carly at the penthouse about locking Laura on the roof. When Laura began ranting and called Carly crazy and psychotic, Sunny stepped in and told her to stop. Laura told Sunny she wanted Carly out of deception. Sunny shocked Laura when he told her to resign or figure out a way to work Mm -mm. with Carly. Otherwise, he and Carly would buy her out. Afterwards, Sunny threatened Carly with selling deception if she doesn't straighten out. That was a good scene because Laura did go off. She was like, your wife is insane and I am not dealing with this crap anymore. And Sunny, I didn't like it, but he did put her in her place of, "Mm mm-mm. Except... she brought up the point that he had said, if things don't work out, right, we'll fix it. And she's like, well, I think her locking me on the roof is <laughs> might be a sign of it not out. working out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Liz was doubting her ability to model, but Lucky was convinced it's their dream come true. Later downstairs with Emily, Liz admitted she wonders whose dream it was, hers or Lucky's. She said she can't tell Lucky that she doesn't want to model and she will continue with the modeling career for him. Laura and Scotty ended their evening on a better note back at Deception with a dance and a kiss. 
Laura was still upset over the events that took place and said goodnight to Scotty, even though he was reluctant to leave. The next day, worried about Nicholas catching her in a lie, Gia asked Carly if she's planning a double cross. After explaining the next steps in her convoluted plan, Carly assures Gia that she will be the next face of deception. Gia scrambles to cover after Nicholas spots her talking to Carly in the park. And Nicholas isn't stupid. Come on. Laura was having the first shoot with Liz as the face of deception. Everything was going well until Carly came and and ruined it. She made fun of Liz and the whole shoot. They argued again about what was right for deception with threats on both sides to buy the other one out. Finally, Liz got fed up and left, telling them to let her know when they had everything settled. At the docks, Nicholas told Gia he had plans for them, if she had time. He ended up taking her horseback riding, and she was complaining about being sore when they got back to the docks. Lucky found them there and told them about Carly ruining the photo shoot and Liz taking off, probably for her studio. At Jake's, Jason opened his door to find Liz. Instead of heading for her studio where Lucky assumed she went, she went to see Jason. She could tell him how she really felt about modeling. He asked why she was dressed up, and she told him that she was supposed to look like Audrey Hepburn. She talked to Jason about how she didn't want to disappoint Lucky, but modeling wasn't really what she wanted to do. They talked for a while. He helped her clean off all the makeup on her face. They hugged, but were interrupted by a knock on the door. Gia had gone to warn Liz about Lucky being downstairs. Liz hid while Jason got rid of Gia and then gave her money for a cab and took her out the back way. I don't know that he, she was warning Liz. She was trying to catch her in the act so she had something to blackmail her with. Yeah. That's not yeah. quite the same thing. And there was a lot that I had to edit out of this because, as you might be able to tell, this is kind of when the Liz-Jason stuff yes. was starting to uh, really heat mm-hmm. up. So it was fun trying to... Weed that out. Not get lost in that story, too. Yeah. So back at Jake's, Carly called Gia on her cell and asked her to stay at Jake's. She'd be there to talk. She told Gia that Laura and her had signed off on Liz as the face of deception and told Gia somehow that was going to help her. Scott went to Sonny's penthouse, warning him to sell deception back to him, but Sonny wouldn't. Scott brought up Karen and what Sonny had done to her, and Sonny brought up the fact that Scott didn't come forward as her father they went round and round with sunny or they went round and round with insults but nothing was resolved later carly came home and sunny told her how she wasn't behaving much like a businesswoman just a child he told her that maybe he should do what scott wanted and sell deception back to him she told him that her and laura had come to a truce at the studio carly and laura argued about deception doesn't sound like that truce lasted very long and Carly told Laura that Sonny would sell their dream out from under them if they didn't come to a truce. She finally agreed to sign off as Liz on Liz as the face of deception and told Laura that maybe she would compromise on some other points. They agreed to try again. Scott went to see Laura and they talked and Scott was just kissing Laura when Sonny walked in. This explains a lot, he commented. Sonny was visiting to give a counter offer to Scott's proposal. Laura, however, informed him that she and Carly had reached an agreement and were working fine for now. Sonny was in disbelief. He was wondering why Scott offered him $5 million if everything was okay between her and Carly. They danced around a while, but Laura confirmed that she was not giving up deception and she and Carly were working ahead. Sonny left, but he didn't let them know that he was not buying the story that Laura knew about the offer Scott made. 
Laura blasted Scott for jumping in on her affairs without consulting her. She told him that he had betrayed her as a friend and an attorney. Scott tried to explain why he did it. He could not stand by and watch her get stomped on by Sonny and Carly. She respectfully asked him to stop or else this would cause her to take drastic actions and make difficult choices regarding their relationship. Scott eased her mind and told her he would try. Five million dollars. I know. That's a lot. That's not just here. Let me help rescue you. That's wow. I mean, maybe that's that's why Scott doesn't have that much money. He was just like spending it willy nilly like that. Oprah, five million for you and five million for you. (laughs) Yeah, that would be a good show to be on. As Jason stood over Carly and Gia continued to pound Carly. She felt like she was stuck between a rock and a hard place. She tried to cover, but no one was taking the bait. Gia was quite angry at Carly for her betrayal, and Jason was angry because Carly was hurting Liz. Finally, Gia leaves and told Carly that if she did not come through on her promise, she would have to get the face of deception job herself. Carly tried to cover with Jason, but he knew that she was lying because he does. (laughs) He asked her to point blank ease up on Liz, but Carly continued to berate her. Jason could not understand Carly's need to beat up on Liz and dictate his personal life. 20 years later. Uh-huh. In case Jason, you didn't know this is a theme throughout her right, storyline. Great. Right. <laughs> Jason even asked her, what's your problem? If you can't have me, then no one can. Carly denied this and then said that she was just looking out for him. She told him that Liz was not the right woman for him. She will just break your heart and return to Lucky. I want you to find someone who loves you and only you. I want you to have what Sonny and I have. Oh, I'm God. I know. At this time, that was not a good relationship. (laughs) I'm just trying to be a good friend here. Carly took Jason home. Jason took Carly home and then decided to wait for Sonny. Carly said he could go, but he said he would prefer to stay. Sonny arrived and asked Jason, what is the favor? He asked if Sonny could keep Carly off of Liz's back because she doesn't need the grief. Sonny said he would do his best and Carly was unaffected by this plea. She still contended that she was only trying to save Jason from Liz's scorn. Jason left because he had other things to do. Sonny asked Carly, why does he, why does she care who Jason's seeing? Carly told him that they needed to look out for Jason because they are his best friends. We have to protect him. Sonny told Carly that she needs to back off with the games and he wants her to behave as far as deception goes or else he was going to take drastic measures. (laughs) Carly promised that she would do better and she and Laura were in a better place now. Weren't they already in a better place? Yeah, they've, they've said that a couple times now. Yeah. Uh, Gia was threatening Liz. She said that unless Liz gave up the job with deception, she would go to Lucky with the truth about wh- where Liz was when she was supposed to be at the mall. Liz denied being a Jake's with Jason. Oh, and this is when Jason was living over Jake's. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gia proved she didn't buy it by saying, I can't begin to understand why you need to make yourself and everyone around you miserable before you allow yourself to go be with who you want to be with Jason. Liz told Gia to leave and Gia gave Liz until noon the next day to quit deception or she would go to lucky. Liz confides to Emily that she's being blackmailed by Gia and later tenders her resignation to a puzzled Laura. Liz was saying how it was torture being in front of the lights. Laura said she would bar Carly from any further shots. Lucky said Liz had been trying to tell him for weeks how she felt, but he hadn't listened. And both Lucky and Liz tried to tell Laura that Liz didn't want to do it. And Lucky even got real heated about it. Laura asked Liz if she got her coach, if she would reconsider. And Liz agreed to give it a try and then told Lucky that she would try and it was okay. 
kind of not liking that Laura was pushing her when she's like, when there's another girl that's absolutely willing to do this role. Right. And, and the fact it, that it was uh, lucky, like it was all about the fact that it was Lucky's dream. And so Liz is like, okay, okay, I'll yeah. try. But you could see how uncomfortable she was at all of those photo shoots. So why would either one of them push her to do something she didn't want to do whenever Gia was beautiful and was willing to take over the position? Yeah, I could see if they didn't have anyone else. Right, right. Know, then talking about, okay, let's get some coaching. Let's get some help. But exactly. No, uh, she left Laura. She left and Laura and Lucky talked. Lucky told Laura that he had changed. He had to change his attitude. He had told Liz and Jason that they couldn't be friends and he shouldn't have done that. Laura agreed that he should not have. And he said that he would go to Jason and explain. And Liz and Gia were talking and threatening each other. Liz told <laughs> Gia that she was going to continue as the face of deception. Gia called her cold and selfish when Gia really wanted the job and she didn't. Basically what we just said, Liz stopped short of calling Gia a B and she commented that blackmail must be a pattern for Gia. Gia said Laura wouldn't even let Liz clean her office when she found out about her and Jason. Oh, not sure how true that is. And I mean, yeah, I guess she's cheating on her son. So yeah. I don't think Liz and Lucky were super together at this point. I think they had like just gotten back to maybe getting together, right? Right. And they were like trying to work through things. So. Yeah. But it's not like they were, huh. they had been. No, it was like they were trying to be together just because they had been together before. And that's what they thought they were supposed to do. Yeah. And Liz said, who would she believe her or Gia? Gia said that she saw Liz's glove at Jason's and Liz got a look on her face and left telling Gia to stay out of her life. And this is just where I say there's a lot of Jason, Liz, lucky Gia drama and had to stop mentioning just to keep this deception storyline going. But you really get the gist of what's happening right now that, Mm -hmm. you know, Gia found out about Jason. Liz is torn between lucky and Jason doesn't want to do the job, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So at deception on March 30th, the phone rang and Carly asked the person where the ad campaign was. And if it had been sent over that morning, why it wasn't on her desk. It had been delivered, but was on Elton's desk. Laura showed up and asked Elton if Mrs. Corinthos designed to show her presence, decided to show her presence. Elton said she was in her office. Laura was going to go in, but he said there was a wonderful surprise for her in her office. A wonderful surprise beats Carly any day, she said. She went into her office, taking the mail with her. She threw it on her desk. Laura was sitting at her desk when Carly came in. Carly knew the ad campaign had been delivered and Elton had put it in Laura's office. She was giving Laura the big song and dance about working together better, but that she, Carly, could do better. She had her eye on the folder and she didn't want Laura opening it. Carly grabbed the mail off Laura's desk and said she shouldn't have to open the junk mail. Laura said she liked going through the mail and it wasn't junk mail. There was an envelope from Sean Reinhardt. Carly said they could deal with that later. Elton came flying into the room with some urgent messages. He said since the launch party, the phone hadn't stopped ringing. He said if they were smart, they would hire an assistant for him. Laura took the urgent messages and Carly the not so important ones and agreed to meet for lunch and discuss Elton's to-do list. Later, Carly managed to snatch the envelope off Elton's desk and take it into her office. Gia went to see Laura and asked for one of the pictures from her test shot. Laura asked if this meant she was pursuing a modeling career. Gia said she hadn't decided on that. She wanted to frame the picture and give it to Nicholas. Laura said she would have a complete set messaged over to the cottage that afternoon. 
Chia thanked her and thanked her for everything she did for her, giving the chance to test for the job. Laura said if she did pursue modeling, she would do everything she could for her. After a pleasant conversation, Gia headed for the elevator, but Carly caught her and took her into her office. She showed her the picture naming Gia the face of deception. Gia asked where she got it, and Carly said all she needed to know was that in a couple of days, she would be named the face of deception. Gia thanked her for going to bat for her, but she wasn't sure she even wanted the job anymore. This didn't sit well with Carly, who threatened Gia if she didn't cooperate. She said she would destroy the relationship with Laura and Nicholas, telling them that Gia was the one who locked Laura on the roof at the launch party. Laura decides that the deception party will be held at Luke's club, and it has already been announced. Luke had previously run out and off of the premises, and Laura told him to just let him do his job. Lucky and Liz made their appearance, and Laura told Liz how beautiful she looked. She asked Liz if she was nervous, and Liz said she just wanted to get through the evening. Laura told her what no- Laura told her what was important was how much she wanted to be the face of deception. Except for she didn't, and Laura knew that. Nicholas and Gia arrived, and Gia and Laura complimented each other on being beautiful. Laura said she was glad they came, and Nicholas commented on the good turnout, and Laura said the change of location gave them a little buzz. Nicholas and Gia went and joined Lucky and Liz. They all toasted Liz on her evening. Little did they know what was about to happen, at least three of them. Cameron Austin, Bell Magazine, introduced himself to Laura. She thanked him for coming. He said his magazine wanted to rush a fashion layout for Gia for the next month's issue. His editor ordered him to be first in line to book a couple days with Gia. Laura said there must be some confusion because Gia wasn't on contract with Deception. Then what is this, he asked Laura as he showed her the layout in the magazine with Gia's picture. Liz went to see Nicholas, and he asked her if she was ready for her big night. She said no, but she didn't have much time before she went and had the makeup and her hair people perform their Cinderella act on her. Nicholas asked Liz if she could try to be a little nicer to Gia. Gia really wanted to go to the party. Liz tried to tell him maybe it was best for Gia not to go and watch Liz be named the face of deception. Nicholas just wanted Liz to try to get along with Gia. He knew Gia could be difficult, but someone else he knew used to be like that. Oh, come on. I never blackmailed anybody, Liz protested. She agreed to try to get along with Gia, reminding herself what Gia meant to Nicholas. Nicholas just likes to be with difficult people. Yes. It's like his, if you're not difficult, he can't be with you. Gia was coming in the door as Liz was leaving. Gia asked Liz to come in. She wanted to talk to her. She apologized to Liz, saying how she acted like her life depends on getting this job. Nicholas made her see it didn't. She was sorry she didn't see it sooner. How sorry, Liz asked. She said they both knew if the job was handed to her on a silver platter, she would grab it. They talked a little more, and Liz told Gia to try being someone that Nicholas deserved. Earlier in the park, Carly was telling Gia about her plan to launch her as the face of deception. They just had to keep Laura in the dark until tonight. She told Gia she would have everything she wanted. Her picture was already in the magazine, and she had a great PR firm lined up. Gia said Laura would hate her, so would Nicholas. Carly said she would take all the blame. She would also take all the credit when sales go through the roof. AJ was lurking in the bushes watching them. Would he rat out Carly to Laura? Gia continued to protest that if anything went wrong, she would lose Nicholas. Carly promised nothing would go wrong. She urged Gia to go home, make herself beautiful, and watch what she said around Laura. And then after Gia left, AJ stepped out into the open and said that he hoped Gia survived her because 
meaning Carly, because he knew their little boy wouldn't. They yelled at each other like usual, making threats. And the little boy they are mentioning is Michael because he was a baby. Gia told Nicholas that she couldn't do the party after all. He understood and said that they would say goodbye to his mom. She said she would go to the ladies room first. And he said, no, come with me. She was nervous about what Laura was going to say. And Laura held up the magazine and asked Gia what she knew about it. Gia told her she didn't pose for the picture. It was one of her old test shots. Laura showed the picture. Oh, I think what we were talking about with the Liz getting ready and Carly and stuff in the park was like a flashback. Okay. So this is now back to present. Uh, Gia told her that she didn't pose for the picture and it was one of her old test shots. And Laura showed the picture to Lucky and he recognized it as one of the pictures he had taken. Scott said there was no problem. They would sue Carly and take Sunny's 1% and do what they like with deception. Nicholas agreed with Scott and Laura didn't want a lawsuit. She just wants to sell perfume. <laughs> and Lucky said, yeah, with Liz as your signature model, drawing Liz to his side, a lawsuit would, kind, would generate the kind of press we don't want right now, Laura said. Gia asked what she was going to do. Laura said she was going to have a party and make her announcement and worry about all this later. Nicholas and Gia were going to leave and Gia apologized to Liz if she ruined everything. Liz said it was a beautiful ad and Cameron Austin heard and he said that he would like to meet the stunner that posed for it. And Nicholas and Gia went over to talk to him. She actually did ask Laura's permission before going over to talk to him. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. After she just sabotaged her. Right. Yeah. Nicholas, knowing him from the work that he did for deception. Then Laura came over and apologized to Cameron for the mix up with the ad. She said that Gia had come close with their new face, but they had their new face and she wanted him to meet her. She introduced him to Liz and he complimented her, but he just seriously said, oh, great congratulations, and then turned right back around and went back to Gia. Mm. And he told her that she was a star and she had real style. Lucky was angry on Liz's behalf and couldn't understand why she was so calm because she has been telling you guys for weeks she doesn't want the job. Right. Laura told Liz that it did. she did seem pretty calm and Liz said that it was a picture in a magazine and it was a beautiful one. Laura said it should have been her in the ad, not Gia. She asked Liz if she could should have let her resign when she wanted to. Then Taggart came over and congratulated Gia, his sister. But Gia told him that she was lost. He told her she was the face of the new millennium as far as he was concerned. Cameron came over and said that he agreed. He told Gia that he had serious, that she had serious potential and he had just talked to his agency and they would like to offer her a modeling contract just from that one photo. Of course. They could fax a contract over that night and she could get someone to look over it for her. Oh, the days before email when faxing happens. (laughs) See, this is where I'm going with, they probably were not using digital cameras if they were not emailing. Right. I don't know when that all happened. Like, oh, it's it's crazy to think about the changes we've had in the past 20 years. Mm -hmm. There was only one problem. She would have to move to New York. Elton congratulated her, but she said she would have to refuse for now. Luke came in and Scott told Laura that it was her turn to punch him. He would probably not have anything good to say. And then Luke came over and told Laura that it was a nice party. And part of the reason why she was throwing the party is because Luke's was in danger of closing. Oh, that was nice of her. Yeah, that was that was actually in the mail that Carly really wanted to grab off her desk because they were still, I don't know if they were still technically married or they had like just gotten divorced. So like she was still getting notices about the business, but it was something along those lines. Okay. So then Laura t- told Scott to look at the picture of Gia and then look at the girl herself. She wanted to know what he thought. He said Liz was really pretty. And Laura said Liz really wanted to be anywhere but here. Mm. 
Laura went to make her announcement and she thanked everyone for coming and hoped they were having a good time. Carly came in waterlogged since she refused to stay in the limo that was stuck in traffic. Laura started the announcement and said the new face of deception is, and then it was the cliffhanger. Oh, who's she going to announce? Dun, dun, dun. Carly made it to Luke's just in time to hear the great news. Laura finally announced the face of deception and the model is Gia Campbell. Everyone except for Lucky was thrilled about the news. Nicholas and Gia hugged and even Laura herself finally recognized that Carly was right. Laura acknowledged that Carly was correct and told her that is why she chose Gia. Her decision was based on the right reasons. Unfortunately for Carly, no one paid her any attention. She had worked and schemed very hard for a good cause, but still she came up short. All were focused on Gia and Laura. Lucky was steaming from the news. Liz was quite relieved. Laura went over to Lucky and Liz to apologize. She told Liz that she had finally heard her and realized that she didn't really want to be the face of deception. Lucky was still angry, but Laura stuck to her decision and told them both that she loved them. Scott returned Laura home safely. She told him that she had him to thank for how great she felt tonight. You have been incredibly supportive and you let me sink or swim on my own. I don't know why you are surprised when you do well. Well looks good on you, Laura, Scott stated. Except for he didn't really, because at first he was trying to buy it. So this was a quick that change. Was still sweet. Well it looks was, good on you. Well looks good on you is sweet. But her saying, oh, you let me sink or swim. No, he was trying to buy it just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Then Scott went in for the kiss and scored. He backed up for a moment and told Laura that he wanted her back. And he knew that it was the right thing. Scott told her good night and left. Laura smiled as he walked away from her house. As Carly was leaving Luke, she ran into Sonny. He mentioned that he was really proud of her. He just was not good with expressing himself at times. Carly told him that she was dead right on her instincts with Gia, and tonight Laura finally realized she was right. Carly admitted that if she had listened to him and Laura in the beginning, she would have saved them a lot of time and money. If I knew how to compromise better, my life would be different, but I don't, and it would not be me. If there is one thing I know about myself, It is that I just cannot not be me. I can't be something that I'm not. And then it goes into all about how this plays into their relationship, which is a rabbit hole that we don't need to get caught in. I just thought I love that line because I'm like, that is still so, so true. Right. Well, she said that, what was that? A couple of weeks ago when she was talking to Liz and she was like, yeah, I mess up. I know I shouldn't, but I just can't not. Yep. So at least she knows who she is. Nicholas brings an exuberant Gia home to the cottage following her triumphant debut as the face of deception. Questioned by Nicholas, Gia again swears she didn't know that Carly was plotting behind Laura's back. Across town, Liz finally manages to convince Lucky that she's happy with the way things turned out. The next day, Laura returned to her office after the big party and found it filled with flowers, compliments of Scott. As she was admiring her gift, he came in and continued to lavish her with praise. Leslie interrupted by stopping by to wish her daughter well. Gia's mother paid a surprise visit to the cottage and expressed skepticism on Gia's new career as the face of deception. Nicholas defended Gia, telling Mrs. Campbell that she should be supporting her daughter, not belittling her. Overcome with emotion, Gia and her mother hugged and expressed love for each other. Later on, Gia thanked Nicholas for defending her and they kissed. Carly came to the office and told Laura that Sonny had given her his 1% of the company, making her an equal partner. 
Laura made it clear that as far as she was concerned, nothing had changed and she was there to stay. Realizing what distrust her past actions had caused, Carly told Laura she didn't blame her for being angry and that she would be angry too. Both ladies agreed that Gia was the right choice and that it was time to move forward as equal partners. Again, how many times have they said that? I know. (laughs) Scott returned to find Laura optimistic about a new beginning with Carly. He expressed skepticism, but agreed to leave Laura to the decision-making. Then on May 22nd, Helena paid a visit to Laura and told her that one break-in deserved another break-in. And there was a whole lot that could go into that, but left it out. But surely you didn't think that you could destroy items in my home and not expect to pay. And then at that moment, Sonny walked in and saved Laura. He asked if he could be of assistance. Laura welcomed Sonny's presence and took the opportunity to blast Helena about staying away from both of her sons. And this is when she was starting to control Lucky with that ice princess. Mm -hmm. Helena played it off like Laura was mental and started in on Sonny. Sonny was actually there to gift Laura with the other 50% of Deception's shares. Laura was thrilled and disappointed at the same time. She really didn't want the shares in this fashion. She tried to actually go to bat for Carly, saying she knew how much Carly loved him and that he loved her. She knew that something terrible must have happened, but that love still remained. Sonny thanked her for her concern and maintained his composure. Scotty arrived, and since he was representing AJ, had to take a few digs. Laura finally did accept the shares, but still had reservations. And I forget, I think that Carly and Sonny were splitting at this time. I can't remember exactly what was going on. Again, it was tough not to go down that rabbit hole, but Mm -hmm. bottom line is he was giving the deception shares to Laura. Then a month later, on June 19th, it was not a good day for Carly. She went over to Deception to pick up where she left off, only to be informed she was no longer part of the company. Sunny had sold her shares right out from underneath her. To be fair, if it takes you a month to realize that you're no longer part of a business, right. I think that might have been the right decision. You're obviously yes. not that hands-on, Nina. Um, so Laura tried... <laughs> Laura tried to explain that Sunny had given the shares to her and it was even a surprise to her. Carly was in her normal stormy mood and was not listening to anything. Scott arrived and even confirmed the sale of the shares. He then proceeded to slam Carly by informing her that she did not read the contract and that the shares did revert to Sunny if she ever left or betrayed him. Having no further leg to stand on, Carly stormed out. Carly bursts into Alexis's apartment And just as she's about to leave for the nurse's ball and demands that Alexis helps her with her pending issues in her life. First, she wants to sue Laura and Scott for trying to defraud her deception. And then there was a whole bunch of other things. There was like three things that she wanted help with, but that was the big one. A shocked and irritated Alexis tells her that Laura and Scott are not defrauding her. She tells Carly, Carly, that there is a betrayal clause in the contract that she signed with Sunny. The clause gave Sonny the right to take over Carly's deception shares when she turned him over to the FBI. So that's the thing that happened. (laughs) Of course, Carly doesn't believe that Sonny could do that to her. And she accuses Alexis of planning the whole thing out. And Alexis tells Carly that she deserves what is happening to her and she refuses to help her out. And then Lucky wound up doing a photo shoot for deception with Gia. All was going well for a change. And Nicholas was on the sidelines cheering her on. As she looked over to Nicholas, Lucky spotted her and told her not to waste such a sexy look on my brother and keep that for me in the camera. Whoa. How about you just capture the sexy look that she's giving her? I like candid shots better anyway. Yeah. Alexis came to the shoot too, but to speak with Laura. She was there to plead Carly's case. I know, surprising. (laughs) 
but Alexis was presented presented a fair plea to Laura about Carly, but Scott squashed her in every attempt. Laura did decline, and Alexis said thank you for your time and walked away. Scott was pleased with Laura's decision. Then in July, for whatever reason, Gia felt the need to hold a press conference and announce, and it was a press conference for deception, announcing that she and Nicholas were over. Okay. I'm not sure why. Maybe people were saying she got the face of deception because she was with one of his, her sons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make sense. Although both girls were with one of her sons. So, yeah, I know. Oh, and that was the thing that was confusing me through the whole thing. Cause I'm like, but the other one's your son's girlfriend too. Yeah. But Liz you is know? just a better person. Liz was a better person at that time than Gia was. So, yeah. Um, and that, that all happened in 2000. Now in September of 2001, <laughs> Laura returned to Port Charles. And she and Scott arrived at Deception, where it became obvious that Scott accompanied Ms. Spencer on her business trip. Laura says that she needs to catch up on business. And Lucky talks to Gia about the holiday campaign. On October 10th, Lucian, aka Stavros, tells Carly that he can help her execute a takeover of Deception. And Gia tells Carly to stay away from him because I guess she had already met him and like this was a whole thing. This was uh, the defrosting of Stavros whenever he became unfrozen. Oh, so good. And then November 15th, Carly told Alexis that she was going to find Lucy and Kane so they could help her get deception back. Alexis carefully told Carly the truth about him and Sunny chastised Carly for putting herself and Michael in danger. Shaken to the core, Carly apologized and ran out. So then we're on to 2002. Gia told Laura she didn't want to renew her contract with deception and wanted to concentrate her attention on being a wife. She then almost missed her last photo shoot because of a time of romance with Nicholas. We missed them getting back married. together. And I guess they <laughs> so got back missed, together. We missed them getting married. And then at Windermere, Gia becomes defensive about leaving her job as the face of deception when Lucky mentions that his mother is once again conducting a big model search for the face of deception. Gia then changes her mind about retiring. She cannot make up her mind. Gia went to see Laura and Laura asked her about the article in the paper about her being the face of deception again. Gia apologized about that, but she wanted to be a model again, and Nicholas wanted for her what she wanted. Laura told her she might beat her to the altar. Gia guessed that Luke and Laura were back together, and Laura confirmed it. Aww. They were looking at bridal books, and Gia tore a picture of another model out of a book, a girl that was a candidate for the deception model. And then April 30th, Gia walked into the deception office Steaming and reeling from her photo shoot with Lucky, Laura was in a meeting, but that did not bother Gia one bit. She started to make demands. Laura asked Elton to show her appointment, the marketing department. Laura jumped on Gia for being so rude. Gia explained what had happened at the shoot and told Laura it was either her or Lucky. Laura was shocked by Gia's demands. Lucky walked in and showed Laura the fantastic pictures, which came from the shoot. Laura agreed that the pictures were fantastic. Lucky told his mom that he had no problem not working with Gia and walked out. I don't remember what happened during that photo shoot. I don't either. It made her so mad. Yeah. I missed that. If there was a clip, I missed that one. Laura told (laughs) Gia to listen to her carefully. She explained to Gia that her family was upset with Gia because she refused to take responsibility for a traffic accident. And Gia should just be glad that no one perished in that accident. Secondly, because Nicholas would have never had to help Helena if it wasn't for that lie he is caught in because of you. 
Laura said, now you can suck up that giant size ego of yours and keep taking grief from Lucky and try to use every photo shoot as an opportunity to be a bridge between Lucky and Nicholas, or you can quit your job. Just know this, Gia, that if it ever comes down to a choice of you or one of my sons, my sons will always be my choice. Gia told Laura that she was not sure she could handle this and walked out. I mean, that really shouldn't have been a surprise, Gia, but okay. And this was the car accident that we talked about with Courtney. Oh, okay. Yep. So when we, yeah, like that was Gia and Liz were in the car together and Courtney was sad crying. And that's when they, they all hit each other. Yeah. Next few weeks, she continues to act like a diva. And then finally she decides that the end of June, that she would honor her contract and do the shoot. And then there was nothing after this, but Laura entered her catatonic state in September. And we looked through all of 2003 and 2004 with no mention of deception. So I guess Laura went into the catatonic state and that was just the end of it. Yeah. I even looked through like all the annual reviews. I was not going week by week. I might've been stuck in my bed for a couple of days, but I was not that bored. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there was just nothing, nothing left mentioned of even like Laura or anything like that. So I guess that's when at some point on general hospital fandom, it just says that the company eventually closed in the 2000s. So I'm just going to assume it was in 2002 after Laura, you know, she was a hundred percent owner because Sonny had given her the shares right. for him and Carly. So I'm just assuming when she entered her catatonic state that that was it. That would make sense. Let's, you know what I didn't think about looking up was when did Elton leave? Because if he was her assistant, Elton Herbert. Oh, it says that his last, his last appearance was in 2003, but it doesn't say like why his blurb is like two sentences long. So yeah. I mean, it would make sense if the owner goes into a catatonic state. Yeah. And no one else is going to take it over. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so that is the end of when Carly and Laura owned Deception. That was, that was fun. That was, was very interesting. They were they were real characters back then with their back and forth. Yes. And I mean, those storylines truly revolved around the business and them trying to get, you know, this working relationship together and everything. And it was really hard to stay on, on topic yes. <laughs> with everything else going around. So um, next week, we will talk about when they try to revive it in 2013. So it was like almost 10 years later. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes. So that's it for the Lori, Lori, Carly. <laughs> that's it for the Carly and Laura time being owners of Deception. If we missed something, please let us know and join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.